Turntables activated. Ready. You're about to party. Party with the baddest motherfucking DJ. DJ Despair. What up, what up, what up? This is DJ Despair, and I have Know It on the beats in the building. Explain who you are. Let's 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 get into it. Who are you? Where you come from? Alright, so I'm rapping. Like Your volume's a little low. Okay, okay, better. Yo, so I'm repping Kitchener Waterloo. It's just outside of Toronto, about 40 minutes. If you don't know where it is, I'm a producer, beat maker. I'm a promoter, um, advocate, whatever, all that stuff. Man. I'm a hip hop lover. Amazing. So a lot of people don't know exactly who you are and what you do. So can you explain what kind of producer you are? Um, I'm mostly known for my boom bat. I can get experimental. Like I try not to like put myself in a box. So when time comes to it, I can do other stuff too, but mostly in boom bat. I, uh, made a couple albums with my man shark from kitchener waterloo too produced for like ninth you know decisive some groups from michigan uh my man tough dumpling i've done a bunch of tracks with him uh and his crew the brooklyn 35 i had them on my album i put out an album three years ago called the dialysis catalog it was just a collection of beats that i had with different artists from all over the world that were on it. And uh, the Brooklyn 35, Tough Dumpling, they did a track on there. I love it. So, and, uh, why, so why did you call it the Dialysis Catalog? So I called it Catalog because all the beats that I made for that album, I had made while I was on kidney dialysis. In fact, to you off air, is like, uh been living most of my life, like half of my life, on dialysis because I have an autoimmune disease that uh, attacks my kidneys. I've had two transplants, but every time I have a transplant because it's autoimmune, it just comes back. I try not to let it affect me. And actually during COVID, I put out four B-tapes called the transplant B-tapes. Amazing. Yeah, it's to help uh, increase awareness for organ donation. And actually, the new music that I have with Tough Dumplin, the No Music Industry song with him and Thrust, shout out Thrust, thanks for being on the song. Uh, that beat was on one of my beat tapes that I put out during COVID, and then Tough Dumplin listened to the beat tape, made the track, turned out amazing. So how long have you been in the industry for? I've been putting out records. I put out a vinyl album in um 2001 so i've been doing this a while early 2000s put out some vinyl uh just beats and produced my man shark from kitchener waterloo people around here know him uh we put out a bunch of albums together kind of like a group really and being from kitchener like how is the hip-hop scene out there well, 
it's hard to like grasp right now because we've been in COVID for so long. I can't even remember, bro. <laughs> I can't even remember what it used to be like. Like right before COVID, what were you doing? Okay, so I, I host um I used to host uh, a beat battle or a beat showcase called the Tri Cities Producer Showcase. Oh, that's you. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's me, bro. I've been hey. doing that. We yo, we had a good run. So that was pretty cool. And like all of the you know, the tours that go around Ontario, they usually have a stop in uh, in Waterloo or Cambridge. Um or Guelph is pretty close to here too. Like Guelph is only a 10 minute drive out of the city. So we got Kitchener, Waterloo, Guelph, and Cambridge. It's like four cities all in the same area. So those tours that come through Ontario, they all have at least one spot there. So the scene's been pretty good. There's a lot of good, uh, there's a lot of good music, local music. There's a lot of good DJs and there's a lot of good shows. Well, if, naming on that, what um, what are some of the popular DJs and rappers from Kitchener? That so there's a popular radio show called uh, um, what's it called? It's Carmelo Street Hop. Okay. So Carmelo's had a show on there for a long time. So I used to do the Tri Cities Producer Showcase, so that was a popular event. And Shark, there's a MC from Kitchener named Fraction, who's got um, a lot of good music. He's on my dialysis catalog album. He's got two songs on there. Fraction, check him out. It's dope. So, um, since you've been in this game, um, speaking of Sharky, you have a track here by him, which is called Demons. Yeah. Explain that one. So that song is actually on an album that I have with an artist from Toronto named Iverson Black. We put out a EP two years ago me and him it was called five to the six so it was like he's representing toronto i'm representing kitchener waterloo which is the five the five one nine so it was called five to the six it had six songs on it and demons featuring sharky was one of those songs okay let's get into that for a bit and then uh, we'll come back and talk more all right man yeah Yo, this is a different flag. That's We Been Waiting. That's another song with Iverson Black. Yo, man, I lost you for a second. There you are. Some of my devils often left me free to find a quiet place. I'm not as out of place. Whiskey fire burn from the inside out Depression flip me upside down I've never been able to look at myself in the eye The image reflected the death of my spirit The mirrors the depths of the pain of a child 
See, I was just a boy of age 11. All these angels laughing, pointing me from heaven. The language of an artist, anguish languishes on paper. Strangle all my hopes with ropes. My dreams to steam and vapor. I never been comfortable walking a mile of my Levi's. I jump from treetops and free fall through deep dots. My hate made me B-sides. Killer on the B-side. Even at my highest high, the low blows and cheap shots can rewind a peace sign. To me, lost and done with my life. Voice inside my head is so sharp, it cuts a knife. Every day alone in my blaze smoking zone. Just a brain damaged clone on my jailbroken phone. Some of my devils. It's like I got the ghost of Carlin in my fucking brain. I put a dollar in the change machine, but nothing changed. The planet's only Martian with my vast potential. I never reach it though. Destiny say transcendental. I had dreams, plans, and ambitions Jordan and Pippin Thought life would be different I want life to be different I'm exhausted and slipping Fam constantly tripping Inebriated on liquids And I'm so far from sipping Languishing often Turning and tossing The chaos I'm lost in My nightmares are Boston Matthews, Austin The pressure is awesome I'm out of my orbit The free file is moment Shit used to be gorgeous I should have been cautious Time is not lossless, you pay what the cost is The hate make you nauseous, pain make you vomit The strife is alarming, slowly disarming Like mass men marauding, the darkness is swarming My demons are calling, the cries are enormous Ungodly proportions, my thoughts are distorted Position contorted, I hope they record it Before mission aborted DJ Despair is in the damn building Wow. Yo, bro. Wow. That's all I got to say. Wow. Like, wow. Sorry for the mishap, but that was worth it. <laughs> like, so Yo, Yo for it. sure. Oh, man. Technical difficulties at its finest sometimes. You see, this is what I love about switching over to the digital game. Because, like, when you live on stage, you can't make it look like you fuck it up. <laughs> like, you know, you know what I'm it's just like, it's like. There's so many ways to be like, yeah, we meant to do that. When you live on it, like on videos, YouTube, Instagram, and all that, you got to be careful. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. You so, want to know what, too? People online have a lot more patience. If you did that at a live show, they'd start booing you. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Things like that has happened at a show, and I've controlled it. I've never had a boo. I've never had a yell. I've never had anything. Cause, well, you know, good for like, you, bro. Because <laughs> I've, I've I run the shows majority of the time, so I'm on stage from beginning to end most of the time so and i'm running the whole show itself so if anybody boos me that's just stupid (laughs) dude i've been booed mike's not working or something like fucking you know what i've been in situations where that's happened artists but not myself like you know i'm just saying it's just like in this game like i'm i learned the whole technical side of it you know like how to be an engineer and all that other stuff and like especially with you in the game, like what other skills do you have other than being a producer? Promoter. I would say a promoter, uh, maybe an influencer, but that's about it, man. Like I've done some backups for Sharky. Like, like I said, when we made those albums together, when he would hit the road and do tours and stuff, I would always do his backups. Nice. But I don't know if I'm like, that's not my forte. 
No, that's that's amazing because a lot of people don't like stand by certain artists or the people that they're working with and all that. A lot of people are just, yeah, here's a beat, fuck off. Like, you know what I mean? And that's just like how the game goes. And since we've been working with you, you've been amazing. Like, like all the beats I've been hearing you banging out, like I'm happy to be working with you and you're on the team because seriously, it's about to get dangerous over here. Like when I heard the no industry beat, I didn't even know how to react because you just brought back a flavor of the two of those guys. Like even Tough Dumpling putting thrust on the beat and just going thrust, you need to jump on this. And then when I hear, okay, know it. And then I've, I've heard of you and I know I've seen you at certain shows because I've crossed through those places at times, but we never really talked. And then the, the COVID has gotten me to get to know a lot of the hidden gems that we have in Canada. And on a Street Killer Salute, you are a hidden gem. And I respect you totally for what you do. Oh, your volume's cut out. You know that song, uh, No Music Industry? Yeah. DJ Premier played that on the Shade 45, too. Bro, that made me feel so good. You see, when, when, when I saw you make that post, and uh, that's where I wanted to get into with this, that's a big career step for you. Because... To have a big name DJ play your record, and not only did you have Premiere, you had myself, you had DTS, like you're a master plan, Street Killers, and that all in one week. <laughs> like, like it was just like, and Eclipse played it too the following day. So like, like the, so you gotta understand, like, how did you feel when you saw that, bro? Uh, Tough Dumpling told me that he was gonna play, it, like uh, a couple days before he did. And, and told me not to tell anybody. He said, bro, DJ Premier is going to play our song, but you can't tell anybody until he plays it. I was like, it was, that was hard for me, bro. Oh, how do you because... think I felt? He made the record, <laughs> and he's like, Premier is going to play first. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> like, I played it once live on a, on a show, and then he played it. He debuted it, but I didn't really debut it. I just snuck it in. But when I actually debuted it, it was just uh, it was just amazing. Like the whole underground scene woke up and said, "What the hell?" <laughs> you know what I mean? And now um, I've seen a lot of producers step their game up. I saw a lot of people started to pull out files that I didn't even know existed. Like it was just like I got boom bap, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Yeah, I checked no one else. I've been I checked his speech. I checked his thought. I checked this. He's got a bunch of albums." I'm like, "Whoa." <laughs> just like, like, yeah. and I was just like, yo, this is respect because, like, for you to come out at this time and you've been around, and now, like, you know, some people say that they never know when their time's gonna come. You, you want to know what, man? When you say that, it makes me think too. Some people, like, I've been grinding at this for so long, right? And when people think that I should give up because of how of my age. And I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm 40 something years old. I've been doing this for a long time. And uh, what I think in my head is like Quincy Jones made thriller when he was 50 years old. Listen, two chains, Jay-Z, a lot of people did not actually find their structure until they were 40. So a lot of people need to get that out of their head that, you know, because a lot of rappers don't even make it to 40 especially some of us in the lifestyle that we live. 
So it's like when you look at this game, like you survived a lot, right? And then like you have an actual situation that you grew up with. And a lot of people don't understand that when you got to deal with struggles and keep pushing every day and, and then something like this pops up from you just saying, I make beats just to calm my head down. You know, I make beats like, you know, like I know in structure of mind state, mind state. What, what do you use your production to do for yourself? Like, like, especially going through the dialysis and all that stuff. How does it help you express yourself? Okay, so I think it probably does a few things. One of the things I do it from is just habit. Like, I've been doing it so long that it's just routinely part of my life. Like, I don't, I do it when I have time. That's what I do. I don't watch TV. I don't read books. I don't fucking do play cricket. I, I make beats when I have free time. And it, I do it out of habit. And if I couldn't do it, then I would probably feel weird. I feel like my life was disrupted in a way that I would need to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> because like being a promoter, how many like how many days have you just come home and you're just like, I hate the world. I hate the, these people. I hate these artists. I didn't even make enough. I, I'm like glad that I paid off the artist. Like, like how many times have you gone through that and then still have the urge to get up the next day and do this again? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't. And I think because when you're, when I'm a promoter, sometimes you got to remain diplomatic a bit. Like maybe you can't go off on somebody the way that you want to, just because you don't want to burn bridges. You want everything to remain cool and calm so that you can all, make bread together and promote the music together. But sometimes the business, it gets in the way, but I do a pretty good job of remaining diplomatic. And I think that helps me recover from the bad times is like, I can always reach for the, I can always seem to like move to the positive. Okay. I have a good understanding on how to like keep negativity out of my life. And I think it, I've learned that because of my life on kidney dialysis. It's like, I'm a pro at finding positive things to motivate me. See, that's what a lot of people don't understand what people who go through like sicknesses and pains. Like I suffer for chronic arthritis because of the stabbing that I went through because of the, like the surgery, like all these things would cause the factor after the fact. You know what I'm saying? And then there's a lot of things that people don't understand is like, yeah, you may have survived things, but your mental and the the struggle. Some days you get up, you don't want to move. You don't want to do anything. Some days you don't even want to talk to people, but you have to. And it's like the weather, everything affects you. And it's like, and people don't seem to understand. Even people's moods could affect you harder than most things because you're already in that state of pain and depression and weakness. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, as an artist, it's very mentally stressful being an artist and not having your work being taken serious or people not taking you serious in what you're doing. So like on, on a day, like, what do you do to like, you know, do you do meditation? Do you work out? Do you like, what do you do on a daily basis? Like to keep yourself sane outside of music. You're, you're covering your your speaker. Oh, sorry, bro. Is that good? Yeah. Yeah. 
so I do all those things pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) I get up, I meditate, I stretch, I exercise. And actually, when you called me today, I was actually doing my, I do like a 5K walk almost every day. So I was in the middle of my walk when you called me today. Um, Yeah, like I do all those things. Plus I have, uh, I'm a single dad. So I have uh, me and my son, we do a lot of things together. We shoot hoops. Right. He loves basketball. He plays soccer. We we do a lot of things together, so that helps too. And being a single dad, like how like how's life changed for you? Like you know, especially like growing up and hang, like you know being in the, the music scene and all that stuff, and then coming home to a normal life. Like hold, how does that? How does the? How do you split the two? I'll tell you what. My since I got divorced from his mother. It, like we got separated and got divorced and we have a good relationship but ever since i did the amount of music that i put out way higher <laughs> <laughs> like when i was married i was pretty much like hardly doing any music you know you spend a lot of that time you know tending to like family matters you know what i mean but now, now i'm not married just me and my son music output I feel good about the music. You see, a lot of people don't understand that. It's just like there's, uh, it's not hating on relationships and like past situations. What people don't even understand is like, if you don't have somebody that gives you that same passion, where it's just like, baby, go to the room and go make a beat. I want to hear a beat. It's just like, yeah. And then, you know, it's just like, oh, you gonna go make a beat again for who? You you planning on getting money out of that? It's just like, whoa, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, 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 there's difference in this game where I've learned that a lot of people don't really support people who do music. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of relationships get ruined because of it. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, I've seen that. Seen that before, man. Because, and then, um, so now premieres playing your music more rappers are paying attention to you people you used to talk to are calling you again how does that feel <laughs> yo to tell you the truth i've got um when covid started hitting i put out those transplant b tapes and since i started putting those up i get hit up like a lot more like the b tapes did a lot for me i think and it's not only uh like people from like tough dumpling and sharky and like this but i've had like i've been doing a little bit of work with my homie forte he's like an ovo he's in the he's in the click yeah so uh we've been working on some stuff and hopefully like fingers crossed bro if i could get like a drake placement it would change me me and my son's life forever you see, this is where I'm seeing things with you right now, okay? And this is why I love Ontario. There's a bunch of you rap producers out there that have done stuff for him that people don't really know. Like, you know, yes. and then I've, I've had the pleasure of being around some people who have had um, one of my boys, Stang, got to be around um, the Pound Cake region. You know, and, and when, when you see all the stuff that 40's done and a lot of people done in the, in the city is producers and things and there's a lot of producers now like you know we got boy wonder girl wonder murder beats <laughs> like a lot of big things that's running the scene right now is like toronto <laughs> it's like if people are not understanding that like 
Ontario alone is literally feeding half of the Canadian and I mean the the U.S. industry of the beats and music, right? So, your uh, your uh, your volume's off. Sorry, man. Frank Dukes. Was that Frank Dukes? Yeah. With his not well, he did the, a lot of the G Unit stuff back in the day, but he that started that Kingsway Library, and it's yeah. like. That's like changed a lot of the mainstream music industry, and he's from Toronto. That's what I mean, and that's why I'm just like a lot of the stuff, even with Falcon Crest and with Zelda Beats, like everything has been different because a lot of people now are reaching out and branching out on properly, like properly in the music. Because yes, we have the trap side, we have the whole press side and all that and everything, and then people are not really realizing like there's real bar smiths hiding in Toronto. <laughs> and, oh, it's, it's sure. like, and now that I've got to be around a lot of it, I'm really happy because you've just gave me a whole new life to even bringing back like with, with the, with even having thrust and tough dumpling on the track. Cause before this, I was searching for him. Like I was just like, yo, where is this guy? I play him in Toronto. People come running out of the back room. Yo, you know, you used to be my roommate, right? You used to live in the same. <laughs> just like, oh, shit. Yo, you're the only DJs ever played him out here in years. And I'm just like, wow, this is 2019. And I was just like, oh, okay. Uh, wow. You know, and then I'm a diverse DJ, right? So I play a lot of the Canadian artists. And I don't just play old school hip hop and American and everything else. I play Canadian old school hip hop. And a lot of people don't understand that Tough Dufflin hasn't done anything in 20 years. And then to come back <laughs> like this, yeah, man. such a such a blast. That, and he just keeps saying, you know, no one's got my back. Yeah, no one's got us. Don't worry. You got an interview, know it. Then I'm like, all right, I want to get to know, know it now because now that I know you're a promoter and all stuff, you are not going to get into some shit. So... This is why I love this game right now, because I want to get to know more of my Canadian counterparts that are actually on the same level as me. You know what I mean? And I feel what you're doing. I watched, I listened to your beats. I've been watching your movements. I've seen the type of players that are hitting you up. And I salute you 100 because to even sit there and I'm like, Sitting into my boys going, yeah, we got a track on uh, with DJ Premier. And then all of a sudden, just like, no, no, just up is like, man, I can't believe Premier played my track. And I'm just like, <laughs> man, I wonder how that feels for you. <laughs> like, like, you know, it's like to us, it's normal. <laughs> like, to you, it's like, I get it. You're like, you know what I mean? Because I've been doing this for so long that I've had like um, people like Cool Kid and Clue and certain people play tracks for and DJ Jam and all that. So I'm used to this, right? So when I when Premiere started playing stuff, I was just like, that's just me being a dickhead and say, well, Premiere is playing our track, so what's wrong with you? You know, what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And I've had the pleasure of meeting Eclipse and that, so it's like, this right now is the best part of my life with music, and I'm a big Snow Goons fan and all that, and everybody what they've been doing now, and I wanted to get with a producer like you and start doing stuff like that. And bring out a Canada based thing. I wanna, I'm glad that we're all gonna be on a compilation together. There's so many things that is changing now that, how do you feel about the fact that Boom Bap is now coming back the way we want it to be? Yeah, man, I think that the whole Griselda thing probably had like a huge part of that. 
Um, oh, yeah. They brought back that sound heavy, like, and made it popular. Like, that's the problem with boom bap music. It's like, it's it hasn't been popular for a long time. When it was popular, like when Nas came out in the early 90s, that's when it was popular. It was amazing. And okay. it's back, coming back, you know? Well, you see, this is the thing. Like, I worked with a lot of artists in the States, and one of them being St. Laz and all that stuff. And when I first started to get into this, I didn't know who Conway was at first. And when Conway popped up and him and St. Laz were beefing, then I heard the Conway verse, and then I was like, oh. So I kept playing them back and forth, and then I just like I like Conway. I give St. Laz his thing. He's he's a good dope MC, but Mm. then Conway just showed me a whole nother thing because like I could feel exactly what he's talking about because I've been in those type of situations. So you know what I'm saying is like when you sitting there in the game, anybody could rap street talk, but when you actually live it, you feel it differently coming out of those rappers. Then. To turn around and then you got West Side, then you got Benny, like like right there. And then and then Benny, I can't, I can't, you can't touch that. Like you know what I'm saying. And then Freddie Gibbs has been rolling around there, and nobody knows that these rappers are like been gods in the game for years. Like in yep. my scene, like I got to be see Freddie Gibbs perform here in Manitoba and stuff, and a lot of people don't understand is like these guys were mixtape junkies like every single time you turn on the mixtape they were on it you know and then i love the game for that and now that i stuck with hip-hop and a lot of people used to hate me for it they used to fight me like it was just like i come in a room and i'll play a shitload of trap songs but i ain't feeling it but if i'm doing an underground hip-hop show I'm going to play some shit that you've never heard before because you know, you're not paying attention to none of those rappers. People used to tell me, oh, this one's washed up and that one's this and those guys are old. And then I'm sitting there going, really? <clears throat> and then when they heard Thrust's wordplay, they're just like, ouch. And then I saw the video and then they're like, ouch. Okay, <laughs> we get what you guys are saying now. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm just like, like, oh, come on. How fake could you be? So, like, do you do you even make trap beats? Or industry beats? Uh, I have made them. Sometimes I feel like doing them, but I, I feel like I do them more in a creative way. I use the same process that I would use to make a boom bap beat, but just like change the drum sounds or the tempo sounds. Um, definitely not my favorite, but I don't mind listening to it. Like I'm a big J. Cole fan. I like J. Cole. He's got a oh, lot yeah. of trap beats. Oh, yeah. I like Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. I like Joey Badass. He raps on trap beats once in a while. Oh, yeah, um, I love that. I, I don't mind a, a good rapper rapping on trap beats. I just yeah, for sure. A shit rapper rapping on trap beats. Oh, my God. There's a lot of shitty rappers out there. And then when you hear a trap rapper try to go on a boom bap beat, you're just like, really? <laughs> Did you try to do that? <laughs> it's, just like, it's just funny, though, because that shit just makes me laugh when you got to know your lane. Right. And if you are diverse, you got to be able to play instruments and doing all different types of things and harmonize and actually take vocal coaching. You see what I mean? Like a lot of people don't seem to understand it. And speaking of which, like we got the legendary DTS in the building, Master Plan Show. And your song has been playing a Master Plan Show on rotation on a regular too. So that's awesome. Like, like you're getting played in Canada, you're getting played in the US. 
you're getting played overseas three like how does it feel just to come back like that like it's just like now it's like sky's the limit for you like and i just wanted to be on that tip with you it's like there's a lot of rappers i know that are looking to get beats from you so so it's like i could see a lot of things changing in your future yo i just hope to keep the ball rolling like that's momentum has always been a hard part of grinding in this business is like trying to keep going off of your small goal like you set goals you achieve them now it's hard to the hard part is like to keep it going right and that's all i I hope to do right now is just keep the ball rolling so what rappers would you like to have on your beats some of those guys i just mentioned like (laughs) joey badass yeah i would love to work with joey badass uh um yeah j cole a lot of those guys too the griselda guys too i would love to hear rick ross on one of your beats that'd be dirty girl i'd work with rick ross too like he picks great beats actually one of the main guys that does a lot of his beats is jake one from seattle yeah he's one of my like he's one of the guys i look up to the most actually i look Um, at rick ross as the barry white of like hip-hop he's like the barry (laughs) he just he just has those wicked beats and then he just knows how to project his voice on it so yeah he's like the barry white yeah he's like the barry white like he's just got that like like it's just all right i i like that know it all i just have to say big up yourself all the time thanks bro all the time because it's like i know in this industry a lot of people don't get their flowers as uh early as they would like but i also wanted to touch on just just being in that little pocket of kitchener because i played in kitchener i played a couple university parties and stuff like that the energy is always there but I don't find like the consistency of the caliber of people will come out and represent all the time. How did you stay true to yourself towards your production? Yeah, so, and I can even talk about like some of the the social scenes in Kitchener-Waterloo too. Um, There's like a crowd that just goes to like the university parties, but a lot of those kids, they're not from Kitchener-Waterloo. They've come to school there and the this, this stuff that's marketed to them, that's the parties they go to. But there are there is a local scene of people just from Kitchener-Waterloo. And those parties, to me, are end up being the best parties. I, I love those parties. I'm talking the one which starts at 1 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, the ones that start at 1 o'clock. At, at a secret location. Yes. Yes. In a basement. <laughs> no, I just had to say it's like um, the way how you've been um, pumping out the beats, the consistency of it. I just wanted to hop on and just just tell you, just keep up the good work, man, because it's like I know you're you, you just haven't just popped up. Right. That you've Yo, been you've been thanks to the master plan show for years and years. Yo, thanks to the master plan show. Appreciate your support. Um can't say enough good things you know like i've been listening to master plan show from that there's so much history with that show 
So I remember hearing Nefarious kick freestyles on that show back in the day. Oh my gosh, that's, do you know secretly, that is the most iconic freestyle ever been on Master Plan show? Yeah, probably. And I had, and I mean like I had some serious MCs came through the show, but that night, it was the end all. I mean, the end all. They just totally shut it down. Down. They totally shut it down. And I think it was on a Royce the 590. Yes. Yes. That's what it was. Yeah, and they was didn't really want us to take it off. They were, I think the whole freestyle was like 15 minutes. <laughs> All on the same beat. And isn't it funny, though? He didn't even want to be on the Master Plan show in the first place. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You gotta, he says it all right there. MC <laughs> Collision, right? So he has stories for days. I would run into Collision in Montreal. What are you doing in Montreal? Yo, I'm digging. I'm digging. Next time I see him, he's like, Yo, what are you doing in Chicago? I'm digging. I'm just, I'm just, just digging. So that's a person who is very underrated for his production skills. He's oh. underrated on the mic. He's so underrated on the mic. Everybody knows him for the whole Jamaican slang. Watch what's coming from Collision. That's you all see, I got to say to everybody right now. See, this is why You got to watch what's coming. People didn't get it. You see, we were ahead of our time. I'm sorry, like, Tough Dumpling. <laughs> Tough Dumpling was ahead of Tough Dumpling. Like, the whole movement was ahead of its time. Because when he came out, people weren't ready for that. Aki and Selfish. Aki and Banana. Like all that stuff, like what were they like at that time? People were just starting to learn our background, like you know, learn the Caribbean culture, all that other stuff. Now it's so full blown that anything he says now is relevant to everybody because they didn't get it before, you know what I mean? And now he's relevant, like, and that's why I try to show people in the game some rappers that came out back in the 80s and the early 90s and all that stuff before 2000. A lot of amazing rappers came out, but they didn't get the shine because that pop music and everything took over. As soon as the shiny suits and the whole oh yeah, thing the Diddy era, in, and then all of a sudden, you know, to make them say "huh" and all that shit, like all that like stuff popped up. It fucked up the game so hard that it was hard to compete with those self niggas. <laughs> These niggas coming out with grills, big ass chains, and all this stuff. And then Wu Tang is coming out with fangs, and they're <laughs> you're just like, how do what, okay, where do I fit in this? If I do underground hip hop, ain't nobody gonna like me for a while because Wu Tang didn't really resurface back up until the past like seven years. You know what I mean? And it's like, and then just full blown came back in the past three. So it's yeah. like a lot of people are not really understanding that everything has its trickle, and you know, staying true to making boom bap beats and also playing around with other artists and stuff in the game. What direction do you think that you'll like? Um, what direction do you think Boom Bap is going to go now? You know, they say like all things move in like cycles, right? So I think it's time that it like, and I think, like I was saying before, I think the Griselda crew, they've kind of had a, they've started it coming back. Like it's, it's going to become more popular, I think, with younger people, too. Like, I find that it is overseas and everything and outside of, like, a lot of the places. Like, 
people don't understand like other my kids are sitting there listening back to yeah. what's happening everything. So it's like it's it's a different culture because the millennials they took it, they laughed at it. Now they're trying to wrap it. <laughs> it's just funny now. <laughs> so it's just like one minute everybody was hating on it. Now everyone's trying to do it now. And there's more rappers dying now at a younger age just from drugs and stuff instead of gang life. You, know? you want to know what you want to know helps a lot is that a lot of the young people like teenagers right now, their dads grew up on boom bap. Right. So they're playing it around the house and the kids are listening. Like my son, he loves Jay-Z. He loves Nas. Like, and he's 10 years old. <laughs> <Same way. laughs> <laughs> That's how it starts. His favorite song is "Girls, Girls, Girls." "Girls, Girls, Girls" by Jay Z is one of his favorite songs. Bim, 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 bim. That's such an ill sample, man. That's such yeah. an ill sample. They did amazing work on that album, as far as the sonics and everything. The mix on that album is amazing. It's amazing. So, you see, we're talking about that. What was it for you when it came to hip hop? What was the very first tune or the first track what really got you and just say, wow, this is like, you know, did you listen to, were you a beat person? Were you a MC? What, 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 what drawed you into like certain songs? Yeah, I started rapping when I was 14. I was influenced by my cousin. My cousin, he always liked hip hop and rap music. And where I grew up, I was born in Chatham, Ontario. So like the southern part of Ontario. And it's like yeah. when you grow up in Chatham on the radio, you have all of the Detroit radio stations. Yep. So it's like when I grew up, I didn't even listen to any type of music because everybody listened to the radio. They listened to WJLB in Detroit on the radio. And when I was a kid, they would play Brand Nubian. They would play Main Source on the radio, on the main radio station in Detroit. So it was like, I listened to hip hop my whole life. But those were some of the influences that I have. Main Source, Large Professor, Brand Nubian, Pete Rock and Seal Smooth. Um, just a lot of groups like that. Those people were playing on the radio when when I was growing up. What's, uh, what producer is one of your biggest influencers? So Jake one is my favorite producer. In fact, I'm on his jaw card. Like <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even gonna lie. No, like straight up. <laughs> the, the guy to me, like I I he's very influential over my style. But I like a lot of those other guys. Pete Rock, DJ Premier. Um Kanye West, like back in the day when your volume. Kanye West, when he first came out, um, like Get By by Taleb Kweli, that beat, oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that beat, like that, when Kanye West made that, I was like, this guy's like fucking amazing. Who was it that made Miss Fat Booty? Um, somebody from New York. I remember when they dropped that track in a club. High Tech? Man, it might be high tech. Yeah, it probably is high tech. Because I remember the day I dropped that record at the club. I remember uh, my boy, um, my boy Dario was working at uh, at 
um, HMV at the time. He comes to me and he's like, yo, this girl came in the shop trying to sing the song to me. What is it? And I'm sitting and he's just like, and, he, and, then, uh, and then they start to sing that. Like, they're like, da, 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 da. I'm just like, oh, yeah. He's just, thinking, he's just like, he calls me in my house. Like the girl's at the shop. He's like, yo, what songs? I'm like, and that's why I loved back in the days. Cause when a DJ played a record, the record store would call you. <laughs> like you had a friend at the record store and be like, yo, what record did you play last night? Everybody's in here going yeah. nuts. But that's you see, true. People, people didn't understand that's how that's, the game went. That was like played. That records. was before internet. Oh man, yeah. that was the biggest thing. Like you go to the club and you didn't have no phone to just Shazam or video record that little stuff. You had to remember the melody. You had to yeah. remember the song. I want to say something too. It was actually, you guys asked me about my influences and who I like. This is a perfect segue for my last beat tape that I put out. The Transplant Beat Tape Volume 4. I actually named the beats all after my favorite producers. <laughs> Sick. So Sick. that's the name of the beats. You know what? That's a smart move, man. That is like, I, I actually, that, that, that actually gives you a good idea for some stuff. Yo, know it all. Check this out. <laughs> what was the, when was the very first time you you decided to say, you know what, I'm going to, I want to become a producer. Like, okay, old so were you at? what, what, what was some of your very first equipment? So this is, this goes back to like how I met Collision and Nefarious. I was a teenager when I met those guys. They have a connection to Kitchener Waterloo. There was a guy in their group that made some of their early beats and his name was uh, CK, and he was from Kitchener. And he like even like taught Collision and Don D some things about beat making. And he also was teaching me how to make beats at the same time. I think maybe I was like fifteen or sixteen at the time. So that's when I met Collision. I met Don D and the rest of the guys in the forest. So I was going to this guy, CK, like paying him money to teach me how to make beats. And I was like 15 years old. Jeez. And uh, then I met Collision and we would trade tape. We would send tapes in the mail to each other, beat tapes. <laughs> so a lot of the early nefarious stuff. So a lot of the early nefarious stuff, I heard on tape the beats before they'd use them. Shit. That's history right there. Yeah. See, a lot of people wow. don't understand I'm how far you go back with that. That's true. But the, we've think, been coming up together like this whole time. time everybody's coming back right now. Everybody's coming back right <laughs> now. And, and I think that once you're family, you're always going to be family as long as everybody's being themselves. Always being themselves, meaning like, you know what? How long ago collision? I mean, Tough Dumpling left Toronto. Right? Long time. That's a long time ago, man. That's over what twenty odd years or so now, yeah. or whatever. You got to the got point. Where it's like I'm not used to calling just Tough Dumpling, right? I know. I'm used to collision. Yeah. Right? Obviously, MC Collision, but I'm I'm I, I'm just gonna have to adapt to that. Right, <laughs> I'm just gonna have to adapt to that because chopping it up with him, you know, to find out that 
this beat was made by you, a person who is sitting right here in the pocket of this whole hip hop scene, not on a low, but at the same time, you're in your own lane. How did it feel to like, you know, all in a sudden, everybody is just like, yo, who is this know-it-all? Who is this know-it-all cat? Yeah. We'll get into that in a minute. But I'm just saying, <laughs> this this right here is who know-it-all is. And I'm about to yeah. hit you with this right now. We, the uh, two of us right here, and DJ The Prayer and Eclipse got a chance to break this record all back-to-back -back simultaneously. This record is... Loop. The video is out right now. No industry, tough Dublin thrust produced by this man right here. Seriously, if you sleeping on this track right now, you better put yourself in a grave. I'm about to go in. DJ Despair is in the damn building. Tough Dublin, tough Dublin, tough Dublin, tough Dublin. The Heineken Mississippi return out the apocalypse. The boy from Jamaica was shoot hockey pop and dada like super cat. Tough dumpling will never lose. In the 90s, if you were whack, you couldn't pay for cues. Compared to now, I'm at the computer like holy cow. A million views of this whack shit. Wow, that's just a fraction of really my reaction. If you're too young to know red man, time for some action. You say you know it all, but do you really know it all? Who made this beat? Well, you don't really know it all. And if you're wondering, can Northern Touch pondering? Well, Thrust is on the track, so I say some shit to bother. I'm on some VHS tape shit when I Spotify my Netflix. You Google Yahoo, Aki Banana, my main dish. My quality is high res when I push you off the edge. Watch shoes and tell me if Tupac gets beat up by Rodimez. Me, I listen to Sanchez in a basement. I play a domino. Run down to Eglinton, pick up Skelly. I want it blow, Rest in peace to Quez Roro. Shark form is the click, the fariest, you better know. And right now we're going to open up the day with a performance from Thrust with MC Collision. You know what to do, it's your boy Thrust. Most legendary right here. Culture in New York City and Toronto, here's the weird thing. He's actually Caribbean. MC Collision. Yeah, Manana eats a top. So amazing. Back in the back in the back. When I first started, the industry was like... It wasn't an industry. To be amongst the greatest, I had to stand alone. On my Kanye, seven kingdoms to a throne. To be the brightest, shining star in the cluster. Eternal heat, audience to trust ya. Used to be friends, but now we opponent. Uh, we cut the cake, now you're greedy for the moment. Yeah, I earned everything, every accolade the moment. Yeah, I've been there for a minute, now you acting like you own it. Write it down, and these books, all these niggas give me looks. Yeah. A 16, so they looking for a hook. Back to school, Carter, yeah. I'm Joe Carter, I'm a starter, sport a jacket, jacket, jack. Words go farther, don't you get too close? That's your mic is The barrel burn your skin when the metal is hot. You're not on this level. You're not heavy. You're not the bass. You're not the trouble. You're not the OG man. Niggas gon' see man on these bars when the block like I'm back demon. You ain't pretty. You're straight. You're from the gutter. Everything clear. Not a word here. I stutter. 
In the background, I have the video. You can go watch it on YouTube. That was dope. Oh man, I can't even remember, bro. I got so many beats. You, you want to know what? Like, people are always asking me. Like, I have so many beats out right now to people that are working on projects. Yeah. And they're always asking me, they're always asking, what's the tempo of this beat? And I'm like, well, I'm going to have to get back to you in two hours because I have to look. Because <laughs> I have, I don't know which beat I gave you because I have like 200 beats right now. <laughs> Yo, I lost you're back. Oh, right. I'm back. Yeah, you're back. Sorry. I had so, to plug my phone in because I've been on here a while. So all right. Well, we're gonna we're we're winding down. So now this song here. I try I, you know, I slipped it in a little bit earlier, but it's I like the title of it. We've been waiting. So, <laughs> like, Yo. explain this one for us. Yo, so this is a song I did with my man Iverson Black. He used to go by Skits. He's out of Toronto. And uh, we did a little EP together, five to the six. And this is uh, one of the songs we've been waiting. Now, Skits does all of the, uh, the rapping, the singing, everything on it. It's about to go down. No, no. This is a DJ Despair exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a black guy. It's another holy shit. DJ Despair. Where'd you find this? <laughs> Where'd you find this? <laughs> Oh, yeah. 
in the damn building yo yo i love that because i love my west coast music and my west you know it all like i like that track man you, you're so gonna bad. have to inbox me with that one i got you i'll send it to you when oh we man i hit you off yeah this is the I, i'm really I glad i got to do one. this and i'm really glad that we got to talk to you i'm glad dts got to be involved with this because uh you know it's like just to know that there's this much Canadian talent going on, I just want to showcase this on a level. I want to give you your your roses now because for real, you've been in the game as long as I have. So, so it's like I see where this is. I'm, I'm glad that now things are looking up because a lot of us stayed true to what we believed in, right? You know, like I know I went out like just like how you you made some beats for some people. I played some of the clubs and some of the stuff. I'm not going to say I'm not going to stop playing music. And it doesn't mean that everything I ever play, I like. Trust me, after DJing for 34 years, you tend to not like the repeatedness of certain songs. And there's a few that I wish I never had to play at parties, but people want to hear it. You know what I mean? So there's. Well, I appreciate songs. both of you guys, man. Like uh, the support that I'm getting from you guys is feels amazing i can't thank you enough for like playing my music and appreciating it and uh giving me the feedback on it and uh, i hope i can give you some more you know here in the future oh we're gonna work trust me this is going like there's there's more listen i just wanted to come on and just say i appreciate you as a person who has been around hip hop for quite a while and the whole works played a lot of your music on master plan show, break it. Um, dude, I know you're not new to this. Right? Thank so, you. Because you see, when you're not new to this, you always been true to this. You always been <laughs> true right. to this. So it's just like, there's a different kind of vibe. What comes when you hear like the love what goes into somebody's craft. And I think that you dem you demonstrate that through the way how you live your life and the way how you actually move forward with people who you've been building with for years. So well, I'm big up yourself here. Yo, thank you very right. much, man. 
So at this point, shout out Master Plan. I want you to give out your social media and how people can find you and your music. Okay, so uh, my Instagram is Know It Got Beats at Know It Got Beats, and um, you can find my music in any Google search. All my beat tapes are on Spotify. They're on my Bandcamp. They're on iTunes. I got the DistroKid distribution, you know what I'm saying? Just like everybody else. And it's, they're all over. It's all over the internet. And what do we have to look forward in the future from you? We can probably look forward to some more tracks with Tough Dumpling. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we what? actually have a new song part- that just came out. We actually have another song that just came out this week. 24 what time hours. is it, Vickis, right now? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, hold on. Right I was waiting now. for him to do this before we ended the show. <laughs> I, I wanted him to say this. I wanted him to say this because Yo. I, I, I wanted to let the cat out the bag slowly. But like like I, I know there's a promo for this song going on right now. And yeah. the fact that you just, like, so what was the whole mind state of you producing this track? So again, this one's just like the other track. This beat is actually on one of my beat tapes from the transplant beat tapes. So and much feeling. So much feelings yeah, in that beat. Oh, thank you. So uh Tough Dumplin' heard the beat on the beat tape. He thinks my beat tapes are amazing, by the way. He's been he's used two of them already. And uh <laughs> if you want to hear my stuff. If you're new to the Know It bandwagon out there, people, you want to hear beats, just beats. The Transplant Beat Tape series I put out during COVID. There's volumes one, two, three, and four. Look them up. You'll love them. No tomorrow. 24 hours, no tomorrow. By Tough Dublin featuring Dana Dan. Do you feel trapped with no room? Think the world about to end soon? You want to see your friends surreal instead of on Zoom? I stopped watching the news, I'd rather watch cartoon. You feel stressed, you say no when you meant yes. I guess other people have less. So why do you think your life is such a mess? All the troubles I had, I try to solve them. I can't tell if it's me or the government problem. And that's real. But if you know there's no tomorrow. 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 No, there was no tomorrow. kids or just have them go out and play or would you stay or go away on a road trip we going to dine 24 hours oh shit i should have chose a different topic for the song because it's making me depressed and i don't want to go on you gotta keep strong even though you feel weak i skip my eight hours of sleep before the planet delete i'll call my dad mom sister brother cousin aunt we got together some of us will pray together couples all lay together crack jokes get a laugh remember when time passed quick fast i forgot what i wanted to ask um, 
Could we stop wearing this fucking mask? Cause if we gonna die, let's go out with a fucking blast Run up on the credit card, buy drinks, get hard Do drugs, get scarred Thank you for my family, Lord That's such a big trap, man. It is. It when is. I got that, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I played that track. I played that track like maybe almost three weeks in a row. Oh. Right? So I'm telling you right now, we're live on the Master Plan Show 89.5, CIUT.FM, right now, Eastern Time. And if you missed the show, you could always just go to the CIUT.FM. Go to the master plan show and just down, download the show and, because uh, tonight's show go. is insane. That's yes. all I gotta say. So, I played a brand new track from YZ. Oh yeah, salute. YZ. Yeah, salute. the same salute. person salute. who salute. part of the show is named after. Thinking of a master plan. That's where it came from. So I know this. You stuck with your plan, and we're chopping it up right here. So I'm telling you. Hip hop lives. And when people are recognizing how real the North is, this is just a demonstration of like what's to come. Of course. Especially if no one keeps making beats like this, because like <laughs> I, I like honestly, the 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 way hip hop is now, I even feel comfortable coming back rapping. And a lot of people don't know that I used to rap back in the days, but then I lost the feeling when it became commercial. And I just wanted to DJ. After that, I just wanted you want to, to be an R&B rapper. You know you what I mean? Like, like, when everybody started, like it was, it was cool at first, or anything. And then you know, singing here and there and all this stuff. But when you heard Biggie try to sing on a track, it was funny. Yet it was cool, but it was funny as fuck. <laughs> you know, it was like I'm so amazing, and I'm in waiting. Like you know, you know it's just like, like you know. The one what did it for me is the battle with with uh, Jaru and Fifty. Oh God! Right, and Fifty was always talking, and he was always talking about Jaru singing. And the next thing I know, everything was like a window shopper. <laughs> you mad at me? And if you know why, <laughs> it's a Bob Marley sample. I'm just gonna no, say the way how I look at it. Yo, that's to me, that is hip hop. That is fun. That is fun. And everybody actually ate, and a lot of people like both artists. So yeah. it's like potato, potato. Well, I was used to you know, a hip hop beat thick. comes out and it was a banger. So then all of a sudden, okay, Cash Rules Everything Around Me comes out. Then SWV takes it, then puts Wu Tang on the beat, on the remix. Then you got. Mary J. Blige comes out on the track and then Mob Deep remixes it and then Mary J. Blige jumps back up. Like these the games is like how it always went. And that was how R and B and hip hop kept alive with each other jumping on each other's beats. You know, when you heard Carl Thomas's Summer Rain, that beat blew your mind out. Then when you heard some hip rappers on it, then you're just like, Whoa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was just like, like That's true. They don't do remixes like that anymore. Oh man, cause they they kind of do, but it doesn't. The rappers ain't saying nothing on the tracks. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, 
they got the wrong rappers on them. But it's not even about the wrong I, rappers anymore. It's just nobody's saying anything anymore. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's why I think this track by uh, by Tough Dump with with uh, what's her name? Uh, My girl Danger. Dana. Yeah. Right. Danger. That's a dangerous. I feel like I'm in a. I feel like I'm in a in a in an anime. Right. <laughs> but at the same time, you see that both of them found their own pocket, their own on the same beat, and it just. It just actually came together perfectly. The yeah. way how it starts out, it, wow! And then you, when you hear that little roll in the snare drop, and it begins, <laughs> paying attention. Vintage, vintage, vintage. Like to me, that anticipation. Do you feel trapped when right you think the world about to end? Soon? Right there. Yeah. That's it. That's it. We're done. You see, this is is the thing, though. You see, when I dropped that track the other day, someone made a comment and said, um, Eminem. You know what I mean? And I turned around and I said, yeah, it's the same concept of Wervely because there's a lot of songs that came out like that, but a lot of people didn't pay attention to them. You know what I mean? Just because Eminem was a popular rapper, people saw that he did it and he took but no one understands that stories like that has been back since rack m since slick rick, uh, slick hey, rick like gangster. oh man that, not even just that like right? the vulgar talk to slick rick told you that like uh, a girl's coochie was speaking back to him like you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, these are things that you know like, like people didn't understand that when I was growing up, controversy was the thing. Like when NWA came out, if you had an NWA tape in your backpack at school, you got expelled. <laughs> it was just like yeah. people didn't understand it. You couldn't even, your parents brought you back a two live crew t shirt. You couldn't even just wear the shirt. Like, it, was, it was just like, it was bad enough. And it, and it was kind of weird. Like your, your uncle giving you a shirt with a bunch of girls and Marquisha all and all them standing like this with booties all around you. And you, you know what, <laughs> but, what was no, that, that, that? Swag day at, at, at your school? Swag day at your school? <laughs> that song too is like, for Tough Dumpling, that was like right out of his wheelhouse. Like he, uh, he doesn't have a lot of songs like that. No, he, what he played, what he said to, to I me, know. I started. I was like, I listened to it. I go fire. Send it to DTS right now. So he sent it to him. DTS calls me back. He goes, "What the hell?" I'm like, "Yeah, this is this is it. Yep, this is it. Okay, we're going with this. All right, we're going with this." And that was it. Like right there, we're just like, "This is a hit." Everybody I've played this song for has like jumped on it, so it's like we know where the lane is. But you see, sometimes you got to step out of your lane, yeah, and realize it is your lane. <laughs> so, because he's diverse, he can do whatever he wants, and that's what he's got to understand now. Is he's like a UK artist? He can do whatever the fuck he wants right now. Because, <laughs> because yo, he can do drum way. and bass. Hey man, I w- just to say that this EDM track that he's I have to say, <laughs> shameless plug. It's like check out some of the stuff. What's coming from? I don't know. From what you're talking Street about. Killers, DJ Despair. I don't boop, know. Boop, boop, boop. All I know is DJ DTS. All I know is there's there's people are not some... ready right now. They're not ready. Yeah, that's all, all I, I gotta is... say. They're not ready right now. He's got this one track, and it's a very short track, and it's called "What the Duffy." 
I can't wait till that drops because this is what's going to change the game with a lot of people. Because a lot of people don't understand. It's not about the length of the song. It's what's been said in the song. <laughs> These are the things that people are going to start understanding. There's a different gameplay that's going on around their camp. I'm really happy that Know It, All's, uh, know it is in the group. And that's all I'm saying is if you don't know it all, you really don't know it all. You want so, to know what, man? <laughs> I used to go by Know It All all the time. And if you look up some of my older stuff. That's like, why I remember you from. Yeah. But it was like all my homies, all my friends, they just would always call me Know It. Like when we would be together, they'd be like, yo, Know It. Yo, Know It. Yo, Know It. And then I was like, you want to know what? I'm just going to change the name because nobody calls me Know It All. They all call me Know It. <laughs> know it. <laughs> you see, that's where you know what? Like... They don't. They, they don't want to give you your props that, that the all there. I'd say Know It, but not it. the all part. That's right. <laughs> we see right now is like we have a stable of artists. We have a a, a a new movement going on within ourselves in Canada that, that people don't see yet. And this is why I'm happy that this is happening again because this is a dream come true for me. And knowing now that you were behind some of the stuff that I was listening to back in the days from these guys makes me even more happier that I got to know you now on a level. Because there's about to be some crazy shit going down. That's all I got to say. Like, shout out to Master Plan. Shout out to the whole Sevens crew. Shout out to, like, like JY's, Color Brown. Color Brown's got a wicked track out right now called Soul Gone. We have another song that's like this, too, called Miss Me With That Bullshit. You see with the vibe that's going on tomorrow. Like, this is, this is, a, this is a new change for hip-hop. And I got Thrust even on another track coming out where he's going to be expressing his feelings yeah. differently. So, you know, it's just, it's about time now, you know? Yeah. If, if, like, because some of these people are out there right now are, are actually feeling the same way that we're feeling. And if we don't put music out there to show that we could relate, how is people going to relate to your music? Exactly. So on that note, anybody want to say any shout outs or anything before the end? No, I'd love to. Um, go ahead, man. I'd like to uh, say what up to my boy Cage. I know he's watching right now because he's sending me messages. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to say shout out to my boy Shark, Sharky, um, Substance from Michigan. My boys, uh, Ill Tone, Ryan B from Michigan. I know they're watching. Um, my man, Iverson Black. And uh, yo, that's it. And anybody of any of that, make sure you get your music to know it, to get to me, and we will break your records. Trust me, we are out here. I got seven shows a week. Master Plan's got shows. We got some secret radio stations coming out soon. There's a movie coming out. You can't go, you can't go full turbo on them. I didn't right go now. to I ain't saying names. Yeah. I'm just saying we got some secret. All right, all right, all right, all right. Well, I tell you what, also. This is your homeboy DTS. Before we pack up and transform and roll out of here, we're rocking right now on 89.5, 89.5 CIUT.FM. And we do that and every Saturday from 8 to 10. That's in the PM. And we've been rocking for the last 32 years, right? Add your homeboy on Instagram because I'm really new to this. I'm from the old school, <laughs> right? I'm really from the old school, but 
I'm on IG, just in caps, DTS or DJ DTS or deep, the number two, the soul. And one man, gotta send a shout out to my man, know it. <laughs> I'm just gonna Thanks, say man. know it. Just know it. Right? Just know it. And yo, DJ Despair, keep on doing what you're doing, man. It's like uh, we're connecting the whole of the North just one short a time. And uh, as long as we stay true to the game, we're always going to survive this thing, what we call hip hop, because it's just the boom bap, what's in our heart, what keeps us moving all the time. So we can't ever front on our family. So how could we ever front on our homeboys, right? The way how we look, we the way how we're doing it right now is just that because this is a part of us. We always been doing this, regardless if you see or you don't see me. And sometimes I say, when you see me, don't see me. That's not where I tell you, right? Yo, I want to make one more shout we're out doing, to my we're boy doing Beasley. Things out here. Yeah. <laughs> I just my boy so, Beasley whole, just hit me up and said he's watching. So nice. Respect, man. Yo, once again, spot music, the whole sevens crew, big up new breed MC, also my man Sharky, right? Yeah, Sharky. Everybody else who is doing their work out there. <laughs> yes. Everybody who's doing work pedigree. out there, right? Yo, check the video, check the pedigree, check So Gone by my man Color Brown, and also check out, please, my theme song for life, Miss Me, please, Audi 5000, I'm still that. 